Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Pod. You guys got a... Why do I have a call Wait, right now? Why don't I have a call? Oh, oh this is the iPhone 14 Yeah, Pro. <laughs> This is the 13 Pro Max. What do you think about this new camera? Sounds clear. Just clearer than day. Yeah. yeah. It sounds just what? like my 13 Pro Max. I'm sure if you call me, I'd notice. I don't think so, dude. I think that this is a line for 14 this users. Feels, this sounds... This feels right. Oh, that's this is a 48 megapixel, It's a beautiful looking phone. This is a 48 megapixel camera right yeah. here. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of nice. Yeah, I uh, we had to wait for like 19 hours because apparently digital SIM cards now we just can't oh, do really? we can't do anything regular. They had That's to say kind of annoying. we're all yeah, dude. It was super annoying because when we went into the Apple store, the guy was like, takes it out of the box. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Here you go." I go, "Yo, by the way, we're trading these in." Mm-hmm. And he looked at us with this confused look on his face and was like, "You're trading these in. You're not buying them outright." I'm like, "No, is that a problem?" Right. He goes, "One second. And then he left me and Kosas for like. He goes one second, leaves, comes back, but doesn't say anything. Like come, like leaves again frantically, like fast. Okay, comes back to us uh, one second, and then he goes, "We're gonna be together a while." <laughs> he was super nice. No. Yeah, he was a really nice guy, and it, I felt bad because it was like not. It was just it was a shitty accident. But anyways, we were there for like four hours. Fuck. That. Realistically, it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was two and a half hours. I should have ate before I got mad hungry. Brain it was, was like seven thirty mm, when we got out of there. Mm, yeah. Um. And we got them though. And the the point is, the whole point of this story is that we have it, Mm -hmm. and you don't. (laughs) You don't. That's the the point. I do. I have the 13 Pro Max. It's no big deal. Um, It's a good phone. I highly recommend it. It's probably on sale nowadays. (laughs) What are the changes? What is the main change of this thing? Uh, The camera. Do you feel like we got snuckered? Oh yeah. No, because (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Because I had the 12 Pro Max Mm. and. I don't think there's a huge, like realistically, I don't think you need it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, but I think like it used to be a way bigger of a difference. Like when mm. the new iPhone came out, mm. it was like, yeah. oh my God, so much has changed. And now it's like, oh, they made the camera slightly better. And then now it's like the battery life is maybe one hour right. better. And they have a dynamic island, which is like fine. Mm-hmm. Dynamic island boys. That's new, you guys. New, right front, new front camera though, which is going to make fil- nice. filming your talk. Because for example, when you're filming your talks, mm-hmm. if you're doing it with the front camera, sure. it's terrible mm-hmm. on yeah. any of the other phones. Yeah. So this one's a 12 megapixel camera for the nerds yeah. out there. Pretty nice. It is nice. It's supposed that to be nice. nice. And the 3X camera does look, we did a test. Yeah. It looks, so on the, the one that you have, mm-hmm. it's just pretty, it's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. This one's just like oh really minusculely better yeah with oh. the cinematic mode situation they got so basically mm. active track you can put like a person in your you know in your frame you press on them and then you can push forward and it does fake blur behind them which is kind of I guess kind of fun it's, it's, it's they, they go in my opinion they go too dramatic with the the blur yeah uh-huh, it's like yeah, one point it's just two, a little too and, fake and it just doesn't look right if mm-hmm. you did it if you did it like a little less blurry i feel like better. it would actually be believable and it'd be kind of cool yeah speaking of shitty phones what do you think about the other one that this came out oh sony yeah you know i'm a sony boy right but i think they just are out of pocket with this phone that's gonna be it's gonna be so funny when sony reaches out to coast this and they're like yeah just like use our phone for money he's like coast well fucking bet dude (laughs) loki i was like i kind of want to test it (laughs) out so i was like should i hit them up that would be fun to test it out i watched a video of this guy named mike mike rock tyson visual mike hawk mike he's a travel influencer you know who he is mike visuals yes yeah mike visuals and he did a whole like brand deal like youtube video 
on it and I was like, well, this is really cool. And then the more I thought about it, I go, I'm just going to use my iPhone. And like, mm. even though this Sony camera has a great camera, like if I'm traveling, great iPhone or like proper camera, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get a phone too, from a camera company. It's totally two in the agree. middle. I totally Remember agree. Red totally. tried to make a camera and it like sunk the whole company and then they had to like get a new phone. Phone. They tried to make a phone. phone. Oh yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. They tried to make a phone a while ago before the Komodo. No and, then way. It, and it like didn't just it failed so hard that it like it was like called the red hydrogen I think and it sunk like the whole company and then they like it got new ownership and everything no way yeah because it's so much like R and D and it just no one bought it no one cared wow. about it yeah. okay well I think it was a silly move as well but now I don't have the fourteen Pro Max whatever but I do have the thirteen Pro Max and not to segue but I have a shoot coming up but I was on the tech scout and I was like trying to produce and like impress like the producers and like the clients that are there and I was like what about like a shot like this and I just like was kind of like low angle 0.5 like walked up to the car from like up this driveway which was because it was like the shadows it was really I knew it was gonna be sick and then I was kind of as I did it I was like you know I don't know if this is gonna be cool because I was kind of shaky right and it sounded a gimbal and when I played it back for them on the first time they're like oh my it's dude the stabilization Insane. in these phones it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't know where this, this shot lives, but it's like, it's coming out of me. Like, I feel like it needs to be in the shoot. <laughs> Cause that's how I talk when I'm talking to clients. I'm a dick. And then they're like, that's awesome. You're like, you're totally right. That could be a standalone piece. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> and that's just from the phone, dude. If I had the 12th, it wouldn't work. Are you ready for your shoot? No, dude. <laughs> Tell us about the shoot. Bro. What's going on? Okay. So it's, it's, I feel like it's definitely the biggest shoot I've had for like the, one of the car companies, just because it's like, we got like three clients. I got to like set up video village. There's talent. And it's just like your boy. I have a AD. So I got to choose. Basically, I got to choose. <laughs> Anthony between, Davis yeah. is on your yeah, shoot? Yeah. Yeah, I need a tall guy to hold the play. <laughs> I basically got to choose between like an AC, like an assistant camera, which I don't really need because I'm using C70 and it's got autofocus. Um, so I was choosing between an AC, an AD, a gaffer, and then something else, which I didn't use. LBJ. Yep, exactly. Russ. So then I got, so I said AD, because dude, like when you have that many deliverables, it's 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm like, someone to keep me on schedule. And like the guy was there in the tech scout and it was so nice. I was like, oh, like I was doing the sun thing. I was like, oh, the sun's going to come like between those two beams at 4.30. He goes, got it. Cleared your schedule at 4.30. Like you at 4.15, you'll be setting up for that shot. He's like, I got it all written down. So he's just going to tell me what to do. That's great. Which is going to be really nice. I think mm-hmm. that's like the best actually person mm-hmm. to have on set. What does tech scout right. stand for? Or like, what does I'm it pretty mean? sure tech stands for technical. I, I don't know. I've never actually thought about that. It just means you go there, you bring the shot list. They hit the production company handed out binders, which was sick. Oh, so I still have it. Official with the yeah, binder? Super binder. That's beast. Um, super binder. <laughs> super binder. So I had like an eraser in there and stuff um, and like had the shot list printed out. And then I was just kind of like, oh yeah, we'll shoot this then with the AD. We like went over when we'll shoot everything, where the sun will be, like depending on that. Mm. And then you just kind of walk around and look. I looked for like outlets, but then they were like, oh yeah, you can't actually use the outlet. So I had to bring a generator, which sucks. I don't really know. We used the generator once on a music video and we could not oh get it started God. oh my and i think God. we all burned ourselves if i remember correctly we tried yeah this to get was started. crazy so me and chase filmed a music video for uh-huh. josh and we were out in trona california mm-hmm. like literally middle of nowhere in the desert and we rented cdj so that he could actually dj and then we needed a generator to power the cdjs mm-hmm. makes sense and we got it on and then we put it like under the table to hide it and then it like turned off. But before we got it on, we could not get it on. We literally tried no. for like 10 to 15 minutes and the sun was setting. It was we were so freaking stressful. out. It was like perfect golden hour. And we're like, come on, come <laughs> on. Like trying to pull this thing over. Yeah. And it just could not get it, dude. Could not get it. And we were freaking out because we were like, we're leaving after this and we mm-hmm. need to get this on. Uh, it ended up working it out. It just worked. We, uh, finally, we like yeah. switched the right 
switch or do we just pull really fucking hard once i can't remember the guy at home depot told us how to do it and we did it exactly how he told us to do it and it didn't work and then we did it a different way we're like fuck that dude because yeah. we ended up outlets will really screw your day so you guys got to remember to check yeah. outlets we went yeah. we went somewhere that somewhere that we didn't have outlets yeah. and it makes you really sad yeah. and you're like we have two v-mounts right. there for the camera right. <laughs> if you can if you can tech scout First thing, I always I have a list of things I need to do. What's outlets on the list? is always number one. It's like mm-hmm. where's the power going to come from? Sure, because you got to find your outlets, and then it's like where's the sun going to be? You get the little track. It's literally free. It's called like Sun's Track or mm-hmm. Sun's Path or something. Do that. Um, yeah, and then I just walked around the house, like saw like where like cool like frames within frames would be, where the car should be parked. I brought in like a rain like a random guy. It's like okay. I'm pretty sure this guy just wanted to flex. He was like, do you want me to like bring my car down for like positioning? I was like, sure, dude. It's like the new Range Rover. And I was like, okay, like anyone could have brought their car down. You just wanted to like, we didn't even need He was like, this. do you need me to like stand in? Do you yeah. want to take some like test shots? Can you airdrop me that? I'm yeah. trying to post on Insta. <laughs> he literally just wanted to show off his car for sure. But it was pretty. Um, do you find yourself doing test shots on your iPhone? Yes, exclu- exclusively, yeah. That's awesome. I'm just always taking photos on the phone. Because then you can look like, oh yeah, that was cool. Or like, that would be cool. Um, and really, that's pretty common. It's yeah. really impressive how good these cameras mm-hmm. have. Yeah, gotten. it's really good. Really, forty-eight good. megapixels. Yeah, forty-eight. That's yeah. that's like an R five. That's what actually is, insane. How many? Think about it. What do you? How many does yours have, Chase? I, I, I honestly forty-six. I they didn't. They didn't. Is it forty-six? No, I'm just messing oh. around. Um, really quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you? I'm oh, so yeah. fucking thirsty. Yep, Can yeah. you please prompt yep, me to do give, the one? Give the one-handed crack challenge. Go for it. I've never done this. Well, on the podcast. Yep. No way. Spin it. Wow, that was impressive. Yeah, you're getting a, a flat nine on that Come one. On, a dude, flat nine. I trained. I trained in the Beefy Academy. Did you see my story? So I've been giving. I've been, out, I've been watching a little bit. I've been bit. giving out charity points. So, like for yeah. example, last pod, love him to death. Jordan, great guest. He used his teeth though, and it's just not how the game goes. <laughs> it's just not how the game goes. I think I was dude. more impressed than you guys. Ingenuity will always do. I, it for I, me. I was impressed by that, but Costas brought up a huge point after the pod. He sat me down in the corner and he said, "He goes, listen, <laughs> dude. He's like, I don't want to be that guy, but um, you're really giving out, you know, some some yeah, charity points here. Said. Yeah. And so then I and then I was like, started thinking about. it. I was like, you know what? I've been too afraid to hurt people's feelings mm. and give them the scores they deserve. So I'm setting this straight. Too like that many, was like seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eights. And genuinely, that was a nine. Like I'm not even gonna yeah. like cap. That I, was a nine. I studied under you for about a year. That and was half. a nine. That was for sure a nine. But the other, a lot of the kids have been coming on the pod. I've been because they're our friends. They're new friends. I don't want right. to. Yeah. They don't want to hate me. First thing they exactly. do on the pod. No, exactly. And then I think that they're gonna be like, you know, f that guy in the middle. Right. He's a piece of shit. Right. So I give him a little bit higher of a score. But then I'm like, dude, I've ruined the integrity of the game. Right. So from from about three days ago on. That's real scores. Nice. We're not giving any inflation nice. on scores. Nope. And that was a real number. Unlike unlike uh, the American dollar. No inflation over here. <laughs> yeah, none. Yeah, I want to open this. Yeah, I got a package. What'd you get? That, dude. I don't know. We're going to find okay. out. Ooh, Pop it open. Dude, I've been going ham on Amazon Prime. Probably Prime like a latex bodysuit, I'm going to guess. <laughs> Right there. What do you think it is? Oh, oh, oh! I know that small rig. That is a. Oh, I got a. I got a cage. Okay, so this is pretty interesting. So I was shooting Mm. photos and doing video, which I will get into. But I was trying to figure out how to have like my flash in the hot shoe, but then also have um, my like mic Mm -hmm. to my camera as well. You need like two hot shoe, one cold shoe, one hot shoe mount, and um, so this small rig cage allows me to do that. And then what is this? Oh, this is um yeah the repair for my flash that I broke. How'd you break? How'd you it. break your flash? 
Tell the people what you did on your huge road then, trip. Oh, and then I'm going to Bali, so I got some uh, travel adapters. European nice, travel dude. adapters. Smart man. Out of the country, Come you on. need to buy those. Some goodies. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that the other day. There it is. Quick update. Hmm. Um, live update. Live update on the podcast. Boom, 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 boom. Um, so for this shoot, I, I rented all my gear, and I'm using the Canon C70, which is RF mount, mm. and I rented a whole set of beautiful PL mount mm. flats, like an idiot. What's the problem with that, though? Okay, so problem. PL is like the cinema format glass mount. It's the standard on like the big ass mm-hmm. Aries on like, is it ever standard? I think it's standard on like the older reds okay. maybe. Um, but it's like, it's what nice glass uses, but you can actually get them for EF, which is what I was hoping for. But um, as you can see, so basically I didn't have the adapter and I was fucked and I was driving over here and, and I don't do this a lot, but I was texting and driving trying to figure the situation. I was trying to rent on share People were declining, declining. Only at red lights and stop signs. Only at red lights and stop yeah. signs. Exactly. And crosswalks, because I don't hit people. Yep. But shout out before Infinity Productions. <laughs> Productions <laughs> got you back. Who said uh, I can pick it up after seven thirty tonight? So I'm wow. gonna be I'm gonna be fine. Thank oh, God. Dude, come yeah, on, come on, Ooh, dude. I'll probably wow. go right that's, after this. That's great. So um, you got your lenses. You're good to go for your yes, shoot. Yes. So I got the shoot um, ready to go. But yeah, and that's tomorrow. Hollywood Hills. Don't come out and see me because it'll be really stressful. But yeah, um, dude, Chase stays in the hills. You stay yeah, in the hills. I know. I just you, know who, you know who just left the hills? Casey Neistat. He's oh. gone. He went back to oh. NYC. Oh. So yeah. wait, is he officially in? Oh, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. So he made a vlog. He's vlogging so again. I haven't seen this yet. Oh, you should you should go home tonight and watch I the will. two videos oh, he made. I'm gonna I'm made a ready vlog, to run vlog a back to NYC, and it was just so. Kosti told me it was nostalgic, and I was like, oh, so oh my nostalgic. god, I get literal goosebumps right <laughs> god, now. I loved I'm not it. kidding. I loved every back. second of it. He's back. No, dude. Oh, and he starts. Back. God, he's such a genius. You know how he starts it? He starts it in NYC, and I go, you son of a bitch, and then goes back to LA. I'm like, and then Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan's our ass. Every time. Okay, here's the thing. We love LA. Yeah. We love LA, but Casey Neistat, God, he's better in New York. Yeah, he's a yep. better New York he just, guy. Just dude, he's like pizza, man. Yep, just he, tastes better in New York. He belongs in NYC, and then he made a video about a blind surfer that was just—he's just a good storyteller. Yeah, he God, just he's gets so it. Good, I'm happy dude. he's making videos. Again. Hell yeah, he dude. said he feels inspired. He's nice. like, I feel inspired. So is he inspired to just like not be a good dad? <laughs> He's was like, like the whole thing. He's like kids. I uh, I really dude. Tom Brady. Speaking of good dads, Tom Brady. Mm. He he doesn't he doesn't want to go be a dad. He wants to play football. Mm-hmm. You see this? It's very interesting. It's crazy. So him and Giselle, Giselle not yeah. in the same house, anymore. separated right now. Because he was when he retired. I think he was. It, his family was like, "You're retiring." He was like, "I'm going to retire. I'm going to be a dad." Yeah. And then he was like, "Fuck this." <laughs> And now he's just playing football poorly, mind you. <laughs> playing football poorly, and his family won't talk to him. He's also doing some weird shit, dude. He's doing some weird. There weird was shit. also an interview that he did, yeah. and his face looked. Yeah. Oh, he does not look well. I think I think him and like Zac Efron been hanging out because I think they're getting yeah. plastic <laughs> surgery. Together. I don't know if you guys seen Zac. What Zac Efron oh, looks no, like? No, I have recently. not. He's like, you all messed seen up. This? Oh, oh, I gotta no. pull it up. Live, live showing. But speaking of New York, let me just transition it, while it's still it, there. It's it. still like kind of floating yeah. in the past, but I'm gonna grab it. So <laughs> grab we, that we went to uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Lane and I went to her boss's wedding, who was movie producer, produced like the post King Richard, which just came out. Flex, which was awesome. Holy shit, dude, he looks. Whoa, he looks so weird, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. Why yeah. would he do that? He has such a good face. I know, he's a handsome dude. Something he, must have happened to his face. No, I bet. he messed I bet he up. Fell. Continue though. But about um, New York. It was pretty cool. So we, you know, we get to New York, have a little dinner in Manhattan, and then we took. Dude, I figured I got the subways down now. Really? Bro. Subway to Penn Station. Took the Penn Station up the uh, Long Island Railroad to uh, Long Island Railroad to Montauk. Is what I took, dude. And I can speak their fucking language. Dude. I knew exactly. I was like, dude, I got this shit. <laughs> Then we got off at West Hampton, and it was pretty sick. Um, Hamptons? Okay. Have you been before? I've never been to Hamptons. I've never been. Me neither. In my opinion, and you guys have never been here, but like 
Park Point, Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> Very similar to the Hamptons. <laughs> just going to say it, dude. It's just like, it's like a beach. It's like a long beach. It's pretty flat. Mm. It's like kind of spread out. I mean, it's nice. It's like it, the, the restaurants are nice. Expensive as fuck, dude. In the Hamptons. The most expensive restaurants you've ever seen. Like an omelet, it's like $25, which is wow. crazy. But it's pretty cool because the wedding, I mean, he just, he because he's just like, he's a pretty big, important guy in Hollywood. So it's like, I was just, the whole time we're talking to these really cool writers, actors, movie producers, et cetera. And like all the speeches were so good. And I was like, I bet some of these writers helped out. And then I talked to this guy who I won't name, but like, he's like been nominated for like three Oscars. And I was like, you help with like that. He's like, yeah, I wrote that speech. I was like, no shit, dude. He's like, he like wrote like all these like big rom-coms back no in the day. I'm like, oh, like that's the best speech I've ever heard. Like, there's no way you that's didn't have help. So funny. But it was really cool to talk to these people. They all like knew Obama for some reason, like that kind of crowd. I just did not belong. I was like, I cannot believe I'm here. I got too drunk. But you had too. a great time. I had a great time. And I was like, I got too drunk. And then I was like, you gotta rein it in. I was like, you are so right. Like, I was like, dance on this pole for a second. And I was like, no, I gotta focus. Like, pretend like I didn't come from Adamita, Minnesota, you know? <laughs> That's it funny. Out. It was cool though. That's funny. How long do you think wedding speeches should be? Because sometimes oh, sure. they're bad and I'm too think, long. I'm thinking t- like two to five minutes. I think that's right. Yeah, in the pocket. Uh, yeah, like five. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Like two to five. I I, I went to a two wedding. That had, a long I went to a wedding time. that had this guy started the speech. It was the father of the bride. Started the speech with. And I've known I've to been give like I've been known to give too long of wedding speeches in the past. So I'm gonna try to uh, you know not do that again. But who knows? Twenty seven minute long speech. And you know what it was? It was bullet points of her life. It was, no. he didn't give any heart or caring or anything. It was like, she went to college here. She stayed in this dorm. This is where she met her. Then she majored in this class and it took 27 minutes. It was unbelievable. Bride was that. turning red for sure. It was the worst. It was the worst speech. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Don't do that. Worst speech I've ever heard. How are you staying yoked on the road? Ooh, question. Oh, it's tough. I bet it's hard. Mm. I just did a 10 day run and mm. then I leave tomorrow for a five day run. Jesus Christ. There's like 16 shows in September. Too many. And then you kind of <laughs> do like September to Bali, right? Or shows to... Yeah. I'm, What's your um, break? I have like a two week break between after I come back and then I leave to Bali. I'm going to Bali, guys, for like two weeks on a surf trip. Very excited. Um, It's going to be just like a proper vacation. I'm really going to use it as like a a reset. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. What are you bringing though? You're not bringing the big cameras, right? No, just going to bring the Leica. Keep it light. I'm really excited. Have you been watching Life of Riley's Instagram the last few days? So good. I'm like, Lana, we got to get on a train trip. The the train with the Negroni with the the shutter, the the slow shutter in the background. Influencers work, dude. Influencers work. I, I always thought Kosas was awesome but crazy to buy a six thousand dollar camera that point shoot. I I looked at that photo and I instantly Googled Q two. Like maybe I could get a used one or something. Dude, it just works, dude. You think you'll um, make a move? I don't know. Part of you me, know what I think you need to get. What? If you don't want to shell out mm-hmm. for the Leica, I can't believe you're about to say that. You should get the Fujifilm X one hundred V. So I was like, girl from my work I, just got it. I googled. Sick. I googled. Like a Q2, like similar. And then the whole time I'm thinking, if Kostas ever sees this Google, he will destroy me. With co- Like, I never thought you would allow that. And I was like, I kind of want this Fujifilm camera. Because that was like, this yeah. to this. Like, if you don't want to get the Q2, get this. Dude, but, I, wa- um, I watched so many, like, comparison videos. Mm. And part of me was like, just get the light. Do I, do I go, like, the Fujifilm? And what's cool about the Fujifilm, it has like film presets mm. that, oh, that's interesting. that make the photos oh, look more film, crazy. like f- film emulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nailed it. Uh, but then I talked to our good buddy Babin and he has the Fuji film and he goes, oh, yeah, he uses that. He was like, yeah, he's like, but I'm upgrading to the, to the Leica. It's worth it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. And I wanted the Leica. It. So I did it. Sometimes I'm thinking like I could spend two grand on this 
thing or four on the thing I really want. And I'm like, well, at that point, you might as well. I know that's that's kind of abundance mentality. <laughs> Give them 10 or I could spend one, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's go with the 10. Go with and if you're going to spend 10, you might as well just, <laughs> just get a $30,000 yeah, yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> is it still popping over there like in Vegas or is there is there people oh, that go? Good question. Are they in the caves people? The cave people come out and now it's those people <laughs> yeah. that are like, oh, no, this, like uh, this past yeah. weekend I was at Wet Republic and it was surprisingly pretty popping. And then... Um, we went to Hakkasan for like 15 minutes. They weren't performing, but they're friends with Lil John. So, cause he <laughs> has a Tao residency fine. as well. He's a really nice guy. He's like super chill when he's like not performing and Pitbull performed and they, they have like known each other for like 20 years, Lil John and Pitbull. Oh, and I don't know if there's two entertainers that get the crowd more hype. Oh, no, dude, no way. It, like Pitbull's music. Like, as much fun as he gets made fun of, dude, like, Hotel Room Service oh, and Kulo yeah, might be the two most lit Kulo. songs live in a club. Dude, I yeah. fucking bet, dude. Mr. Oh, Worldwide, dude. <laughs> Mr. 305, There's dog. no way he disappoints. Dude, it was... That's awesome, dude. Yeah. What, a, what a cool thing to see, honestly. <laughs> it, was, um, it was pretty lit. But I had my camera, because um, they were like, make sure you bring your camera, just in case, like, we get a photo. We didn't, but my flash was, like, acting up. It wasn't firing, and I was freaking out and i was so bummed because on the 10 day run the last city that we went to was nashville mm -hmm. and for some reason my camera gear was fucking up so this is what happened in vegas it was i went vegas miami atlantic city london ontario toronto for like four days and then we finished in nashville like a really long run yeah, the intense. longest run i've done with them so vegas first thing show's going really well I'm having a blast. We're at Tao Beach and I have my bag and like my cameras under this uh, where they like do the lights and the visuals and stuff because there's just like no place to put your bag. Mm -hmm. So I put it like kind of out of the way. I was like switching stuff there and then I grabbed my bag and I guess my my camera with the flash was like under and it got like it got I was pulling my bag out and the flash whatever mm -hmm. the flicking flash broke oh, so i'm like great hell. day one of a 10-day run my flash Fuck. breaks i'm fucked but the show was a day show and we were leaving like the next morning so i was like okay i gotta go to a camera shop in vegas i hope there's one open the show ended at like 5 or 5 30 there was one camera store that was open to like seven so <laughs> the tour manager drove me over shout out jacob and so i had to shell out another 250 but one of the things that i that I got in here is like a replacement just for the bottom because you can oh. just like it's like 20 bucks to replace mm. like the bottom and I guess the Godox flash that I have it like you they break kind of easily but you mm. can replace them anyways okay so I'm like great fuck down a flash shout out 250 let's go to Miami Miami was like lit we were out to like 7 a.m. we did live to like 4 30 then we went to 11 and this it's like a strip club club but it's fucking lit and like mm. every time we go the people that they know there they just like get a table it's like yeah. it's fucking awesome so we're there till seven whatever then we go to atlantic city we do premiere atlantic city kind of a dump. yeah what's it like it's just it's where kind, is it it's, atlantic it's city it's new jersey yeah it's ratchet. oh okay it's like jersey shore kind of vibes I yeah. assume. and then yes exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so then we go to london ontario and they went to school at in london ontario at western university and this they do a show it's like for all the freshmen and they always bring out like a big guest and they have it on this hill, the hill. They didn't do it this year. But anyways, Loud Luxury performed. And because they're from Canada, they went to school there. It was like a homecoming mm. from them. Fucking banger show. Mm. Like some of the craziest energy I've experienced. But I'm shooting and I get this like message on the back of my photo camera, my A7R3. It was like, uh, 
didn't read or didn't write correctly to your memory card like would you like to try to save your data or like recover your data and i was like oh my god and i had gotten that message like once before but it was like it happened like the bursts that i shot like they i tried to recover it corrupted it didn't work whatever dude dude this happened to me i kid you not like 10 plus times during the show and i had i usually shoot about like anywhere from like a thousand to twelve hundred photos per show more like 60 or 65 percent of them got corrupted and I, and I was like so focused on that during the show i was so out of it i was like this is just not the show for my gear to be fucking up on and i i was just like in a in a shit mood oh yeah and um the next day i was giving them their photos or i was trying to edit and i was like bro I like barely have any like mm. and and joe was like asking for a specific Fuck. one of him jumping because he knew i got it and like i did get it and it was a sick shot but like it got corrupted Fuck. um yeah it was fucked so i was like this close to telling them that mm. my camera broke because mm. i was like dude what am i gonna do and then i sent them like all the f- i still had some so i sent them all the photos and joe was like is this all you have and i was like literally i had it typed out and then i deleted the message and i was like yes and the thing is when you're working with um you know a, a client whatever it may be specifically in the music industry like they don't know what right. you got so like stick to your guns Right. And we've said this a million times, like, don't let the client know anything is wrong. Because you could have just been filming at that moment yeah. or like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it really, it really threw me for a loop. So then I was like, okay, great. We're going to Toronto, major city. I can like rent a new camera. Right. So then I call up the camera, the camera store and I go like, how much is it going to, or can I rent an A7R3 and how much does it cost? And they're like, it's $200 a day. And I go, what? bro, absolutely Canadian, not. maybe? Yeah. Canadian, <laughs> okay. but like still. Just still like, the same still, shit. It's still like insane. basically 150 bucks a day or something. It's and I go, insane. can't do it too much. So then I go, okay, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So then I decided to shoot the rest of the photos on the A7S3, mm-hmm. which is, I was like, this is going to be shit. The photos don't turn out like as good, obviously, because it's just not as many megapixels. But it wasn't terrible because yeah. if they're just posting on social, like you oh, don't yeah. need the yeah. high megapixels. It's not like a bl- billboard. Or right. Something. It's not like you need the iPhone yeah. 14 no, Pro with Max. 48 megapixels. Yeah. No, no, you don't. Yeah. But it was kind of nice only using one body because mm. I was like, oh, okay, I'm filming. Great. I just turn a little mm. knob, like the yeah. little switch, and I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm taking photos. So, so dude, you want to be A1 vibes? Yeah, totally Sony A1? Yeah, yeah, that's so 100% that's, yeah. what he's going at, <laughs> So dude. that's what I was low-key thinking about. I was like, maybe I do just rip one, like, one, <laughs> one camera. camera. But of course, like the A1 is $6,000. $6, right. So I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out later. Um, right. That's awesome, though. Yeah, so then I still need to take my camera to get fixed, but... Our good friend Evan Naka is lending me borrow his A7 nice. III, or A7R3 for this trip. Um, and then one other thing that I wanted to say. What else happened? Oh, so then my flash, because I got the new one, and then it started misfiring. Like it wasn't even like working. And Weird. then um, in Nashville, they were like hanging out with a little John before their set. And then they're yeah. like, yo, get a photo. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I like take the photos and my flash literally did not go off. So I like, didn't get the fucking photo Fuck. and I, and you can't like fake that. I can't be like, yeah, I got it. Da, da, da. It was literally like pitch dark. You can't even like, it was, right. it was oh, shit. No. And I still don't know what was going on, but yeah, dude, flash and audio, just my kryptonite right now. Yeah, What's kryptonite. going on? Flash and audio are stressful, yeah. dude. God. 
But I think I figured it out. Also, a tip that I recently learned today from our good friend Evan Naka. I was always shooting in the club, like with the flash ISO 100. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Oh, really? Because it takes more power because because you're shooting ISO 100. If you're shooting with like TTL, which is just like auto, which is what I do, Mm. because the original image is dark, it takes more power for the flash to fire Uh, so then the recycle time is more so sometimes you'll do like even if it's at like medium shutter speed you'll be like click 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 Mm. like it'll go off the first one but like not the rest so if you boost that iso up to like a thousand twelve fifty or like sixteen hundred which you can do with yeah it's not going to be like grainy because it's like not that high of iso but your image or the recycle time for the flash will be faster. I have, I have a question for you. I thought that when I remember when I used a flash one time, the flash wouldn't let me change the ISO more than it's the shutter speed. Oh, it won't let you change the shutter. Yeah. That's what Brandon, it is. Brandon, that big flash guy. Yeah, I've you, never used, I've used the flash one time. One or two. Got I it. So you can stroke. change the ISO. Okay, got yeah. it. That makes sense. So that would allow the flash to yeah. not work as hard. And then you'd be good to go. Yeah, but that's kind of a little bit about what I've been dealing with. What I realize is I really get in my head if I like miss a shot or mm-hmm. if my fucking I'm with camera you. equipment breaks. Sure. I'm like, this is so fucked because I just want to do a good job. And right. like, you can't really focus on getting the best shots if you're worried about if your fucking flash mm-hmm. is going to miss, right. like, not fire. You just got to move on though, you know? Like, you got to have a short like memory. Baseball. Exactly. Short term memory. Or like right basketball. Remember you, that? Know? you missed that three. Dude, get up and hit the next. I'm one. not going to lie. I let, it, I let it bug me the whole game. Bang. I'm just sitting there, yeah, like, dude, rocking back too. and forth. That's why, dude, not to totally derail, really quick. Tennis kind of good for that because you're going to miss 50 shots in a match and you can still win it. You know what I mean? Dude, I don't know. I don't know if there's a sport that takes more like mental concentration for a longer period of time than tennis. I was thinking about this. Tennis or golf. It's you need every single point. And you can't judge. You can't think about the last point, dude. That's dude, such a thing. At that least used to golf, get me. you're not tired. I mean, right. tennis. You, I mean, realistically, mm-hmm. dude, golf, you're not tired. Let's no. be real here. You know, they're just kicking hurt. it on the course. They don't even care their backs. Those tennis dudes after yeah, one match, insane. unbelievable. Oh, dude. they're like five hours long. Watching Serena Williams play, oh. I was like, I was exhausted. I was like, what? that was oh, one point. I forgot to tell you. Oh, I don't know if I can say something. I'll say that's time it. So her sister Isha Price is there because she worked on King Richard. She had the funniest stories. I don't think I can say it. But I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Um, She's awesome, though. So cool. Coolest person ever. But going back to the gains on the road, Mm. like I I got in like one or two workouts. Dude, it's so hard to eat three meals a day, stay hydrated, get eight hours of sleep, Mm -hmm. and work out. It's just like not possible. No way. And um, yeah, after this this 10-day run, and then I'm like not really looking forward to this five-day run. September's pretty fucked. And then I'm really going to use Bali as like a reset yeah. and figure out what I want to do next. I've been talking to Braden about this a lot. I'm like, to be 100% honest, I'm pretty overshooting doing this like whole every single weekend type of tour life. I don't know how much longer I got in me. I think I got like six months left and then I just want to like pivot and chill. Let's let's see, you know, you experience the the highs and the lows of the thing you've always wanted to do and yeah. just see where it goes. I've been like, and Brandon and I were talking about this last night. I'm like, I'm really trying to stay grateful and like look mm. at it from a positive mindset of like, yo, a year ago, you didn't think you'd be doing this like, like when you were younger, right. you didn't think you'd be able to like get to this point. Like now you're doing exactly what you wanted to do. But I'm like, dude, now that we're in it, 
I don't know. It's just like, it's so taxing like yeah. every weekend. I just, I, I want my weekends back. Yeah, is I what get I, that. I think what it is. Weekends mm-hmm. are nice too, especially football's on nowadays. Yeah. Mm, Badgers, you know, we kind of lost Washington State. But go I'm going back to Madison for a show though. Oh, come on, yeah. dude. When? Performing in Liquid on November 11th. So Liquid. if you live in Madison, Wisconsin, Hopefully you guys aren't playing football I, that weekend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, my, my first, my first kiss in college was in Liquid. No yeah, way. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a oh, time yeah, to dude. be alive. Freshman year, like third night, no, second night there. Let's go take me long come wait, on wait, wait, you said your first kiss not ever in college no, my no, first no, of, no, no, never of college ever, of college bro I kissed, a girl, was fucking... I kissed a girl in like seventh grade come on dude dude yeah you know how it goes can we hear that story uh sitting at a park um kissed her <laughs> kind of nailed it totally made out actually first kiss oh. and then i was biking back with my homie garrett to my house and then i was singing Katy perry's i kissed a girl and i liked it the whole time <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome, dude. How's the course going? Dude, the rocks are learning so much stuff. Hell yeah. Dude, dude yesterday. Not how to kiss. Not how yeah. to kiss. We are but not kissing any when, rocks. When, when is that? When, is that, that that's the next course? That's the next that's one. I'm still, I'm still working on that one. How to film and kiss. Dude, one, somebody hit me up. This is very interesting. I think everybody should hear this. So the other day, someone DM'd me and, or messaged me on that's in the program. And they were like, hey, I think I'm going to charge this person like 200 bucks, 250 bucks for this shoot. And I was like, yeah, do you have any more information? And I think mm-hmm. that something that most people don't go right. the extra mile is they don't, they get on the phone and then as soon as money starts getting talked about, they get a little rattled and they're like, ah, I, I'll call, I'll get you the yep. number and then we'll figure this out. And they forget that it's all okay. You just got to take a step back and breathe, but you got to ask a very important questions during the call so we can get information mm. and make sure that we can even complete said thing mm. that we even have the bandwidth and capability to do it. Anyways, they go, I go, did you ask them about budget? They said that normally they're in like the 600 to 850 range or whatever. And I was like, perfect. I go, mm-hmm. this is great. I go, tell them 850. Mm. She's like, why? Like, I'm not comfortable. I'm in the 200 range. I'm like, well, if someone ever tells you their budget is between five and 10,000, you full press court offense to 10,000. Mm-hmm. They're telling you what they're capable. They right. have money. And if they don't spend the money, they're not going to get it next year. And you right. go, That's I how, typically do it for 15, but I'll do right. it for 10. Exactly. I'll, do it, I'll get it for 10. But anyways, so she, she ends up saying 850 or 800, whatever. And she texts me back like five minutes later. The conversation literally said, sounds great. Perfect. We'll see you then. I'm like, you were going to you were going to lose $600 on this deal and then she was like wow i just didn't i don't think that you know i'm even capable of doing this i go well what it was the last video you did and she tells me it was like 100 bucks i go do the exact same thing mm-hmm. for that video for this one yeah. and it turned out well right she right. crushed it it That's looked great. it was a great video and i was like you deserve to be paid you're not most of the time for creatives it's a limiting belief that they have in their heads that i'm worth 500 bucks or i'm right. worth only $1000 and once you charge the 2 grand or the 5 grand it's like that is your new price. It's crazy. It is crazy. And it's, a, it's new self-worth almost. It's new self-worth, yeah. exactly, because it's like she's been making the same great videos. He or she has been making the yeah. same great videos. It's like you are, you are just charging less because in your mind you think that it's less. But to another person who is in a completely different right. demographic than you or a different industry, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we pay f- 10 grand for those videos. It's right. like... Oh, I've been charging 50 bucks for these right, same videos. Literally, you dude. know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So people don't really realize that. It's usually a self-limiting belief. And also she goes, well, I've never, ch- I've never charged mm-hmm. 850 for a video, but like every time you make more money from a video, it's going to be your first time charging yeah, that totally. price. Definitely. Definitely. And it's the same thing. You can think about it like this in a, in a career, right? Cause like if you are at a situation where your work's good enough and it's not like you were scamming somebody for a thousand dollar video and it's really a $50 video, right. like you're at a place where you're comfortable in your work, you know what you're doing, you have a workflow, whatever. It's like, if you get a raise at the job, if you were at a corporate job and you get a raise, 
the next day you might be doing a different responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing when you charge more for a video, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're, but but the responsibilities really don't change. Mm-hmm. They don't. You're still your job is to make a great video at the end of the day. So it's, you shouldn't be nervous about charging them more if right. they agree to it. It's value at the end of the day. It's all value, right? It, right. Like I could show you guys a car, a really nice car. Mm-hmm. Could, for, let's use a Ferrari. I saw this example on YouTube the other day. It's a great example. YouTube Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I say, Kostas, it's $5,000. You're going to get me the five grand because it's a no hundred, matter what. It's a hundred thousand dollar car. Right. It's hundred fifty thousand. It's right. value. We're, right. we're like perceiving the value. Right. Okay. And I think, I think that a lot of the times people don't realize that different people have different values for mm-hmm. certain things sure. that they're selling or yeah. that they're buying. Right. And like you have all these different types of people that are going to be looking to buy service. You have some people that are going to be at the bottom of that. Right. Some people at the top of that. But if I'm talking to the guy at the bottom for a $10,000 video, he's going to look at me like I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. But the guy at the top is like, yes, we're going to do 50 of these this year. Right. Bang. Right. And then he's going to buy it. He's going to spend more money for the more expensive video. It's totally. all about perceived value. Another thing about her being like, oh, I've only charged 200 and you were like, you're about to lose out on 650 bucks. Two things. One, if you're, sometimes you might charge too little mm-hmm. and that might cause the client to be like, ooh, like mm. I had this budget set mm-hmm. aside like if i don't spend that budget or like i feel like i want to spend six hundred dollars to eight hundred fifty dollars yeah. on this video this person's only charging me 200 it's mm-hmm. probably not going to be as good of a video Definitely. so you can sometimes shoot yourself in the foot and if you don't charge enough you kind of come off as cheap totally look at a guy like you for example kosas likes expensive stuff because it loves expensive if you stuff. were buying a video from <laughs> somebody and you had five different people's videos yeah. i can guarantee oh, yeah, you just... specifically will not pick the cheapest one neither would i and it, it's it's very interesting though because yeah. it's like i i perceive value as being more expensive totally you know and i'm going to spend more to get something that I think is more valuable. Yeah. And I think that a lot of video creators can take that or photographers, mm-hmm. designers, whatever. And it's like, am I charging the correct price for what it is? And if you want to raise your price, you can do that. Yeah. Nobody's stopping and, you. And maybe you, maybe you think back to what, to why you can charge a higher price now. Maybe yeah. you buy a new camera, maybe you buy a new yeah. lens, maybe you're going to yeah. rent some new stuff, or maybe you just got better, or, or you, which is going to happen yeah, if you, you keep doing it. Exactly. Yesterday's price isn't today's price. I love price. that one. Yeah. But also, if you're going to quote a price or mm-hmm. say your rate, and you're like, oh, like I don't know how much to charge, definitely say more than less. Yes. Because like, you can always, always overshoot it, and you never want to be like... Because maybe sometimes... Oftentimes, you might not know what the client's budget is going to be. So you don't know if you're going to lose out on money. But sometimes the client might be like, oh, shit, I was willing to pay five grand for this. And they're only charging me fifteen hundred. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to say yes. Um, So sometimes like charge a little bit more than charge less. Yeah. And you can always come down. Everybody can come down. But I saw this tweet. It was a great tweet. And it said a water bottle at the store costs a dollar. The same bottle at the hotel is three bucks. And at the airport, it's five. The same bottle, the exact same brand. The only thing that changed is the place. Each place gives a different value to the item. When you feel worthless, change places. Don't love the end of it because like you're not going to go move to Nebraska or whatever. Right. But I think that you can take away something from this where it's like if you're selling your services to a a demographic of people or whatever. Right. And they're like, hey, you know, you're selling to high school. Let's use Mm. high school, for example. You're selling to a high school parents and they're like, we can't afford more than one hundred dollars. And you're just at a public school. 
But if I go one block over to the private school, to their parents, they might be willing to pay $500 for the same video. And I think that a lot of the times I was talking to someone about this that I was coaching and I was telling them, I was like, yeah, would it be worth it for you to drive three hours to the big city closest to you? But we're arranging shoots. So you're not just going for the fun of it. You're arranging three shoots for that day that are way higher than what you're capable of charging in your smaller town. You're getting out there. You're paying three hours for the gas. It's tough. Your time, whatever. But then again, you're going to get your month or a month and a half Mm -hmm. of money. And all they were changed, same exact service, same exact video. All they were changing was the place that they were selling it to and the demographic of people. And I think a lot of creators can use that and say, okay, if I'm not charging enough and I'm not getting the clients that are willing to pay me for the work that I'm making, how can I make a change and either go after a different group of people, go after a different town or whatnot and be able to bring in the money that I'm supposed to bring in for totally. my work? When you're at the point where it's what you need to do that when you think your work's there. And then yeah. also going off of like perceived value, right? Mm-hmm. Changing locations is one thing because if you are in a bigger major city mm-hmm. compared to like a smaller town like you're just naturally going to have clients that you can charge more because it's probably your bigger business Definitely. whatever it may be but also like if your perceived value is better right so like your branding is more mm-hmm. on point your website's clean like you might be making the same exact video but like your perceived value of what your branding is like mm-hmm. and how you present yourself and how you talk on a call all those things come into play totally it allows you to up the budget f- that you're going to charge definitely and i mean i think that y- a lot of creators don't realize this, right? Like a, a brand could get on the phone with somebody and again, it could be the same exact video, but the person presenting it is super confident. Mm. They're, they're, you know, asking yeah. a ton of great questions. They're very involved. They're like, I remember Mike's name, Bill, whatever. Right. They're asking good questions. And it's like when the price comes up and one of them's 20,000 and one of them's 2000, they're gonna be like, dude, we're going to go with the, Why would we go right. with this other guy when he made us feel super yeah. comfortably asked great questions? And it was a really fun call. It didn't even feel like a call, mm-hmm. you know, and there, all of that stuff is process. Totally. All of it wrapped in a nice little bow. Right. You know, wrapped in a nice dude, little bow. Wrap it up. 100%. Speaking of not wrapping it up, you're an uncle now. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yes. My brother. Great transition. <laughs> Incredible. Um, not a father and uncle. Thank God. Um, my brother, sweet baby Lou. They just made a baby. Um, Lou. Benton and Meg. His name is Louis. Scott Utley, which is my dad's name, Scott, so it's kind of cute. It's a great name. I'm just, Lewis Scott Utley? Oh, it's a great name, wow. dude. Call him Sweet Baby Lou. He's adorable. I can't wait to meet How him. Heavy I haven't is met this him yet. Dude. He came up pretty big, which is, you know, respect. Yep. Um, as How big? I bet he's going to be, I can't remember. I don't know. You're going to press me for this back. Linebacker. I don't, got the, I don't got the megapixels on him. Um, but, dude, he's going to be an athletic motherfucker, dude. Both, like, my, my, my sister-in-law played like D1 volleyball. Benton's real fucking athletic just at everything. I bet this kid, and he's going to be probably redheaded because she's redheaded and it's really dominant. And gingers are always athletic and everyone knows that. You have an athletic ginger in your high school, either of you? Yeah. One, oh, yeah. We had one, one We had one ginger and he was so fucking athletic. athletic. Yeah. It's like a thing, dude. I don't know what it is. Well, dude, you're an uncle mm-hmm. and people are going to charge more for videos and you're going to go to Bali. And ladies and gentlemen, nice. that is going to wrap up another episode of the 505 Pod. Please take a screenshot, lob it up on the story so Keon can get dinner and we will see you guys all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.